have the yips. Do you know what the yips are? I do not. So the yips are like when you are going through something that you do on a regular basis. So with a golf swing, I do this. Wait, so this is a golf term? Or baseball. Like okay, you're okay. used to doing something and then you just can't do it right. It's just, um, it's a mental block kind of deal. This happens to me all the time. The yips. With all kinds of things. I'm having it right now. <laughs> but it's episode six but and I is. remembered it. So I'm having the opposite of the yips. Normally the, me so forgetting. the yips is like you do this thing so regularly that you just start to overthink it and yeah. then you're just not able to do it. Mm. Mm-hmm. it. Happens a lot with my golf swing and stuff like that. But here we are. Six. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Good. You good over there? Yeah. You have a song stuck in your head or something? No, I do not. You sure? No. Do you? I do. What song? I think it's the same one you have stuck in your head. <laughs> nope. C- couldn't be. <laughs> couldn't be. What song do you have stuck in your head, Bree? I don't know. Just like the Star Wars theme song. The Star Wars theme song. That's random. It's really random. Random. Anyway. Um, Never seen an episode sh- no. movie. But <laughs> an episode. Well, they, they call them episodes, episode right? one, yeah, two, yeah. three, four. Yeah. I wouldn't know the best about that, but recently quarantine we've talked i've talked with ryan about this when we had him on mm-hmm. have you seen any good movies recently tv shows podcasts anything like that honestly not really i watched the hangover for the first time last night mm. was that a good movie it was great actually it's one of my f- more favorite movies for yeah. sure it's totally my sense of ridiculous humor. yeah i love it over the top i just love a movie where you can crack up the whole time I wish I could quote it, but unfortunately, we'd have to probably mm-hmm. put explicit on our podcast. Yeah. Do you have any movie, movies like that you can quote, or just like any straight through general? Or you mean you like really quote, good like, at? Let's just even say like sixty percent of. Get smart. Never seen it's it. It's a stupid movie, but I can. Uh, I used to do it with my buddy in in uh, high school. I know what yours is, but I won't spoil it. The other guys. The other guys <laughs> with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Great movie. So ridiculous. One of my favorite movies, and I can quote, I'd probably say more than 60% of the movie. 60%, I could probably do The Hangover. Probably. Now that I know my mom listens to this, <laughs> definitely watch The Hangover at a, at a younger age with my <laughs> friends than I probably should have, because that came out in, I believe, 2008. Oh my goodness, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, I was... 12? Oh, my, hold on. No, I was 12. In 2008? Yeah. Let me double check when that actually came out, because that doesn't sound right. Giving away my age on the podcast right now. The Hangover, 2009, my freshman year of high school. So, 13, 14. Yeah. Probably didn't even understand, like, thought it was funny, but probably didn't even understand half of it, to be honest with you. That's like when I watched Jersey Shore in eighth and ninth grade. Still watch it now. We talked about it last week. My mom knows about that. Sorry, Mom. (laughs) That's funny. Both mothers, your mother and my mother, Mm -hmm. listen. My mom does mm-hmm. now. Dad probably couldn't care. I think we talked no, about yeah. that. I, you asked me if my dad listens, and I was like, I actually have no clue. So, uh, hi, Dad. In a loving way. I don't, don't think my dad cares about this. Yeah, I genuinely don't even know if my dad knows that this exists. <laughs> no, it's just not and on not his radar. not even because, no reason. I just haven't even thought to talk about it shout out to your dad happy birthday tomorrow yeah happy birthday dad happy birthday i'll tomorrow. send him this episode for sure okay there you go <laughs> mama luke's pizzeria that's his favorite thing with Loves me that. at least Loves with that. me um, always brings it up but anyway it is july 13th currently recording this wild day. isn't that crazy i can't believe it we're over halfway through the year how long have we been in quarantine now quote unquote i think it was like march 17th at new jersey shut down like initially that's when they closed like the bars and mm-hmm. the restaurants and stuff and then from there on now it just it's ebbed and flowed four months wow four months. to be honest it's it's felt longer in a lot of ways has it because i was going to argue the opposite <clears throat> i can't believe it's july like that part of it feels crazy to me but just the sense of like the way life's been has felt like it almost feels normal now and i hate saying that But things, Mm -hmm. I just feel like we've been in this season for a really long time. July 13th, speaking of birthdays, yours is right around the corner. Coming up, a few weeks. You excited? Yeah. Any plans? Uh, Not really yet. I like to make as many birthday plans as possible. (laughs) For you, it's a big thing, I imagine. I I like birthdays. Did we do anything for you last year? No. You, You and Ben came over on my birthday last year. It was pretty chill. Very. 
I think I did something with friends that weekend. Or that was something. almost a year ago. Because that honestly seems like two weeks. Like I, that night seems like two weeks ago. Yeah, it was random. That was almost a year ago. Mm-hmm. That w- that's part of what makes me think, you know, time's really flying yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. You know what I was thinking about? Sure. Listening back to a podcast recently. Our podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> the Thank You For Your Time podcast. Yes, I've heard of that one. <laughs> Shout out to the Thank You For Your Time podcast. Shout out to them. Just thinking, have you ever thought like that you have different versions of your laugh? And it's not intentional, but sometimes I'm like, I wonder if I laugh differently on the podcast than I do in person. Does that make sense? Yeah. What do you know. What do you think? Have you ever thought about that? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> not to shut down that train of conversation, but I have not. Yeah, I don't know. Or even just like our voices. Maybe they're different on the that podcast. That definitely, I, I think that changes my whole... And that's something that, like, when we first started doing this, it took some getting used to because, mm-hmm. assu- like, obviously our following is not large. However, it's, as soon as wait, you put this microphone, as soon as you get this microphone in your face, it just mm-hmm. like changes your demeanor. Yeah. And like your uh, enunciation. I your- do wonder though, listening back, I'm like, is that what I sound like all the time? No, because no one likes the way they sound recorded. That's like right. that takes some getting used right, to. Right. Right. Um, I'm sure you could get like the nicest microphones in the world and then just still not like the way your voice sounds played Mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. Do you have, this is another strange one. Do you have conversations with yourself in your head and can you hear yourself speak when you're having those conversations? Uh, no. Like Brianna, should I do this or should I not do that? Speaking in third person about yourself? Yeah, I do that. You're like, Seth, you shouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. And then like the little other angel is like, Seth, yes, you should. Mm -hmm. No, you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, but it's in your voice, or what I perce- what I perceive Seth to be are, my voice. Is speaking to Seth. Sure, I don't think so. I'll what? have to get back to you on that one. What next I, next episode, for- I'll I'll <laughs> I'll uh, let everyone know the answer because I don't know. I don't think so. Just think about it, like when you're making a decision or critically thinking. No, I don't think I say Brianna. Blah blah blah. I think I just think. It must just be a me. Maybe it's not just a me thing, but. No, there was there's a question going on the internet. Well, by recently, it was probably like three months ago. Sure. But I forget if it was about either like something about like when you think, do you see images, or it was it had something to do with when you're thinking through things. If you had like a mental image in your brain, and I thought that was very interesting because like fifty percent of people are like no, not at all, and some people were like yes, vivid. I don't know if it was definitely just a picture. It might have been more to it, but I thought it was fascinating that like even. The way, not just what we think, but like the actual way people think is so different. It's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> Guys, to bring some color to this episode, obviously last episode was just a lot of fun. Talked about a lot of food, all this stuff. Meatless went well, by the way. Did it? Meatless went well. How long did you go for? A week. Okay. That's like what I set out to do. And I was planning on going longer until we got to a birthday party and I accidentally really ate a chicken wing. Chicken I didn't wing. even think about it, but... The buffalo wing got Does me. this ring a bell to you? <laughs> I'm going to sound so stupid on this podcast. I said Greek yogurt was made out <laughs> from goat milk, so set the just, bar just lower. Just think of like a little jingle from when you were a kid that okay. goes, chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. <laughs> no, I don't never heard All that. All right, never mind. Move on. <laughs> never heard that, but I'm going to clip that sound for many times chicken future wing, use. Chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. One thing I did want to talk about this episode, though, just to kind of, you know, talk about tournament again guys this is just going to be another brie and i having a casual conversation next week's going to be a little bit different it is stay tuned for that one but uh i won't ready, I, won't, I won't give away all the the whatever's the all the spoilers but brie have you been reading about wayfair and what is going on with wayfair yes so i uh i mean just a little bit on instagram yeah well um, that's pretty much where i've got i, I read one cnn article but yeah weird stuff do you believe it you know, I feel like I haven't done enough personal research to be like, That's yes, fine. this is definitely a thing, but it's not that I don't believe it. I, I think I'm leaning more towards believing it because I don't know it's shady. The names, the, the really the price of the product is what is, is, is it like $15,000 cabinets, for like a storage cabinet, cabinets. Yeah. So I don't know. Like that also makes me wonder though, like how could a whole like home goods company that I know is legit because I 
know people order from there. It's mm-hmm. not just like a front, which let me come back to in a minute. Okay. Bring up sleepies and mattress firm in a minute. Cause I have okay. a conspiracy on them too. Sure. It just makes me wonder how a whole business that's an actual business that people buy goods from. It's not just a front. Like how could, how does that happen? Did they just fall into it? Is the whole, the other business a front for the rest of the business? Like how does that work is what I would want to know if it is a thing. So do you know who Ghislaine Maxwell is? Oh, that's the Epstein. Uh, Associate. Yes. Yeah. There's a connection, She's right? She's good friends with the, or was good friends with the, I believe it was a C blank O because I don't know what exactly his title was, but something with a C and an O. Yeah, like a chief something operator uh, for Wayfair. So there's a lot of like this is one of those Mm. to me. It's one of those at at the moment. It's one of those docu series about this in ten years. Internet (laughs) conspiracies that's just running wild at the moment. Uh But if it is true, Uh I think you know the FBI really needs to. To get in there and, and investigate. And they already should. Just the fact that there's an allegation. I will say, I've always wondered, some stuff on Wayfair is like super cheap and some stuff is not. And it doesn't always make sense. I wonder if this has anything to do with it. Just that their prices seem weird in general. I heard that. See, and it's it's one of those. I heard that. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Unfortunately, I don't know enough about it. But what I read is that if you looked up the SKU numbers, SKU numbers of things. I told it you takes this, you I to, think. Yeah, if yeah, you maybe. were to like Google the SKU number on the cabinet, just Google that number, pictures of kids will come up. I don't like it. No. I don't like the whole, I think it's creepy. And I think that if, you know, indeed is true, <sighs> chief operating officer, okay. by the way. But oh, wow. I think that if is true, it's just going to, blow my mind to the level of corruption within big organizations i don't trust anyone (laughs) same to be honest with you you know there's i've been let down and by let down i'm using it lightly but been let down by favorite actors that i've had in the past Mm -hmm. athletes i I hate to athletes are a big one for me but i hate to break it to you i love the cosby show growing up just the like the honestly the family, we watched it as a family the family we atmosphere it. yeah it was such a funny show we he was loved it such a like a fun dad and it just completely tore me like i was like yeah. i can't like i know you know what i'm saying i know so much stuff like that gets ruined they have to you know because of the new and granted i'm glad i'm not saying that it sucks that they were caught i'm saying right. it, it just kind of it sucks that they were terrible human beings that did that and i'm glad they got caught it's more important that my favorite show is ruined than Mm -hmm. things like that continue that's what i'm saying however it's just unfortunate you know (laughs) people are written off shit like yeah athletes i know it also makes me think like i never want to have power or money (laughs) and not that not that power and money equates being corrupt or a terrible person but i think it just exposes a lot of things one thing that we've been doing a lot, you and I, of is listening to and contributing to a playlist that we're both collabed on mm. with, uh, I guess that'd be Ben and Crystal, really. I don't know that Ben's contributed one song to it. He has through me. Oh. I would have <laughs> known the, the famous song if it wasn't for him. I put that on there. Yeah, but you would have known it without him yeah, either. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, one of the songs that I really like, it's a country song. This, what's the name of the playlist, Bree? Ye. Ye in Yee? all caps. <laughs> That's an important part of it. One of my favorite songs that I put on there is that song. Um, it it can buy me a boat. That's the one I was singing I when I got I home. That one. It's by Chris Jansen, and okay. the lyrics are you know it's about you know the ro- money being the root of all evil. One of the lyrics is. I keep hearing that money is the root of all evil and you can't fit a camel through the eye of a needle. I'm sure that's probably true, hmm. but it still sounds pretty cool because <laughs> it can buy me a boat. Talking about money. It can buy me a truck to pull it. It could buy me a Yeti 110 ice down with some silver bullets. Ooh. Shout out Coors Light. Yeah, I know what they say. Money can't buy everything. Well, maybe so, but it can buy me a boat. <laughs> so I like. I would like to also say that I would not like money. And you know, but I do. I would. <laughs> I'd. I'd like to say it wouldn't corrupt me. Yeah, in theory. Th- theoretically. In theory. Theoretically. Um, I just want to touch on this sleepies. Sleepies theory yes. I have. Yes. Which actually, 
since the Wayfair stuff has come out, mm-hmm. I've heard a few of these like sleepies conspiracies, which is funny because I've never heard this theory, conspiracy, whatever, from anyone else. I've always said it, and my dad and I always talk about it. From the time I was probably in high school, I've said this. Well, Crystal, Crystal said something too to you, right? Because she worked at the one store, and they yes, were naming but this it is after. Different. Okay, go ahead. Okay, think about this. There is a Sleepy's or a mattress firm in like every strip mall in New Jersey. Correct. They are in every town. They're in like the little towns out by me, which make no sense. I mean, we have nothing. We have like an Acme and a Starbucks and that's it. So you're telling me that people, that many people go to Sleepy's that you need one in every town. Also, it's not like it's a drugstore. You buy a mattress, what, every 10 years? If that. Yeah. There's got to be something going on there. There's too many of them. They're always empty. It's too high of a price point store to have foot traffic in all day where you need them in every town. It just, something's not right. So this is your conspiracy. This is my theory. I've said this for probably 10 years now. I'm like, dad, this doesn't make sense. And he's like, yeah, I guess there's no one ever in there. You only buy matches every 10 years. It's got to be a drug front. That's my theory. <laughs> but what was Crystal saying? Crystal, Crystal was, saying was saying that when she worked at the furniture store that the mattresses were named after women. Like they had women's names. Like Aaron. Like just run of <laughs> women's name. Like the, the Brianna mattress. Yeah, literally. That's so weird. It's unnecessary. It, it Yeah. Like just call it like the cloud. I don't know. Don't yeah. give it a women's name weird but i stay by my sleepies slash it's really sleepies and i feel like mattress warehouse or mattress firm or whatever it's called is popping up too but the sleepies one man it's it's been racking my brain for about 10 years <laughs> you might be on to something i have to be right how is no one else talking about this also, i gotta start researching <laughs> yeah no one's in there no one's ever in there they're always empty when crystal used to work at a furniture store right after work she did through summer college after work i'd always be like oh did you make any sales or like did you sell anything she was like yeah we had a customer too <laughs> i'd be like oh so what'd you do for the rest of your shift just walk the floor <laughs> like oh, okay fun hmm. yeah but i could see like if they were just in the major major towns major shopping centers but i'm telling you they're in like rinky dink strip malls it doesn't make sense interesting people you have to- you have told me about this before yeah I stand I stand behind it. You have told me about this before. Uh, all right. What are the current events? So I don't know if you've read too much about this. Even enough to kind of speak on it. We're going to move into the world of sports here. The Redskins are changing their name. Mm. They officially I've been retired. wondering when that was going to happen. They officially retired their name today. The Redskins. Really? And they're developing new name, new design, okay. all this stuff. Um, good move? Bad move? Caving to the pressure? I get that argument, but I think if for years it's been talked about how it's like not the best name to still have, I don't know. I don't see it as like that big of a deal to not, to. I don't think it's that big of a deal to change it is what I mean. Like if, if people are saying there's a problem with it, just change the name. I don't think that's I get that. caving in. I get, well, I get that, but someone's always going to have a problem with something. Right. But I think this is something that's been talked about in the mass media for years. Sure. And I'm not even really in the sports world, but sure. you're not I've... even a baseball fan. What's that? You're not even a baseball I'm fan. I'm not even a baseball fan. <laughs> I was trying to trip you up there and just see if you caught See if that I thought that they were a... yeah. <laughs> okay. I was trying to trip you up. No, there. I know. Okay. <laughs> not that bad. Got, uh... got me. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't think it's a big a big deal uh from meaning i don't think it's a big deal that they are listening to what people are saying and therefore changing the name from a history perspective things evolve and i understand Mm -hmm. that but Mm -hmm. i won't sugarcoat the fact that this is a legitimate billion dollar franchise yeah that's been around for 100 years at this point so i think that like like you said if if i'm kind of on your side where you know this is really starting to Mm-hmm. recent events have ignited this whole movement go ahead and change the name yeah especially if it's been spoken about before however right. do you th- my thing is do you think we flirt with letting people dictate things too much in this case i personally don't think so but to be fair i don't know like how long that 
this has been taken seriously for. Like I've, I've always, even like, I remember thinking like, oh, that is kind of weird when you think about it. Like just being where we are Mm -hmm. at in this, you know, moment in time and how we've advanced and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, it is kind of weird that it's still called that. The Redskins. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think about the Cleveland Indians? Now we're going to transfer to baseball. Yeah. I don't. Again, I haven't heard honestly as much about that on like a large scale as I've heard about the Redskins, but I don't know. I think my biggest thing is if the people you're referring to have a problem with it, then just change the name. Like, I think that's your best indicator of if it's an issue or not. Yeah. yeah, And that might be simplifying it way too much, but I think that's where you got to start. I think it's valid. That's valid. I'm not going to, I'm sympathetic to that. I'm also allowed to be sympathetic towards the fans because I'm seeing a lot of fans on Twitter that are friends of mine. I have Redskins Mm -hmm. fans. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's my fault, but I have friends that are Redskins fans and they, uh, you know, are a little upset that their team of a hundred years and granted, yeah, this is where I'm also dealing with an internal struggle of sports being important to me. But mm-hmm. How important? Yeah. Yeah. How important? Right, Cause I'm sure you can nitpick a lot of different team names. I'm sure there's like weird roots in a lot of different stuff that we wouldn't even think of or know about. Yeah. Uh, there's gotta be just, <laughs> just taking a guess here. So I could see where like it can be taken too far, but I do think the in the case of the red, yeah, <laughs> in the case of the Redskins, like I think it makes sense. I think we've heard about it enough. I think people have been approaching the topic for a long time too. It's not like all of a sudden everyone's like, "Oh, that's a bad name." Like I think this is years. And no, years I think there's the always making. been controversy about. I did that for you, by the way. Controversy. I think there's always been controversy. Tell the people how you really say it. No, they're not ready for it. I think there's always been controversy about the name and that name in particular Mm -hmm. because it's the Redskins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Controversy. 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 You know, another thing I said funny. If any of our listeners say it that way, I will personally Venmo them $1. Actually, I might be opening a can of worms here. You know (laughs) where all my friends are from? (laughs) A lot of my friends are from. I say it that way. I say it that way. I also tripped Ben up the other day when we were in the grocery store. We were paying for something. And there was a long line at what we call, which I don't even call it. It's strange because I'm definitely fully American, but I don't call it this. They call it a register or checkout. Who, wait, what do you, who calls it? I call it a till. A till. Yeah, like everyone's lined up at the till. And you said that? Yeah. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, a till. He was like, the checkout. (laughs) I was like, yeah, that's the same thing. That's what I'm referring to. Hmm. A till. Never heard of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Learn something new every day. Shout out. Good friend, Karen Bennett. She's been sending me, or she sent me one thing, but I know she's been sending them to you too. The things, there's like a trend. I don't know if it's a trend. Oh, it's but like with, with, what dog you are. What food are you? And it has your name and it's just like a picture of food. My favorite, it's like, what what cat you? <laughs> it's like, the, name, the account names are so funny. I, um, I So mine for what food I was just happened to be some sort of Chinese food, which I'm not, but... I get the joke. It's funny. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> My food one, the one she found for me was chocolate covered churros. You into that? Uh, yeah. Sounds good. My rat was a service rat. <laughs> it was a See, rat with what, a service what rat. Animal. Are you? <laughs> yes. It was a rat with a service animal vest on. And uh, I don't know that I've come across what cat or dog I am yet. It's hard to find your own name. But I've been a real one. And when I find one of my friends' names, I make sure I send it to them. Brianna's pretty common. Of a name? Yeah. You think? Maybe not spelled directly. I don't know many. I actually didn't know a single one until college. I babysat a girl named Brianna as a kid, and that was the only Brianna I ever knew. And then in college, I met like three. Are you Googling how many Briannas? No, I can't though. No, no. I'm just curious what you're doing over there. How common is the name Brianna? It was only the 132nd most popular name in the United States. Brianna? <laughs> yeah. For girls? Or just in general? <laughs> it's 2020, Brie. <laughs> it's 2020. You're laughing at me. <laughs> <laughs> Off the record, have you ever met a boy named Brianna? No. 
Okay, just watch me. That's so funny to me. (laughs) You know what it means? The female version of Brian. Do you know what it means, Brianna? The way you spell it. It would be whatever the. I'm looking at like a pretty legit source here. By the way, Brianna is predominantly a girl's name with 99.84% of Brianna's being girls and a 0.16 being boys. Wow. There was really a spike here I'm looking. There was really a spike around 1985. Okay. And then the height of it was about 2000. And then you're, you're trending down again. Okay. You're trending down. All right. So recently I've been doing a lot of reading, Brie, mm. on Enneagrams and things like that. Love it. So let's talk a little bit about Enneagrams. I, okay. I made the mistake, episode one, of calling you the resident Enneagram <laughs> and expert. I was like, no, and no, you no, got no, no. <laughs> very, and I understand why now. After okay. doing some reading, okay. I get it. Because it's legit. Very. Yeah, okay. And for those that listen and you don't know what it is, I'll let you explain it. But I encourage you to take the test. Okay. I would explain it as, um, I don't know what they consider. It's not really like a personality. Uh, it's deeper than that. Yeah. So... It helps you to identify your core motivators and um, your deepest fears or your would deepest fears be the right way of putting it, I guess. Motivators, fears, what makes you tick, what makes yeah. you, what makes basically kind of what makes you the way that you are. Yes, but at your core. So I think why a lot of people get the Enneagram confused is they look at it more as like a personality um, identifier or like how you act socially or whatever but it's more about at your core how you respond to conflict how you respond in relationships how you respond in happy moments um so really those core motivators and pain points is what it identifies so for example i'm a seven and sevens are kind of like stereotypically known as you know the fun people the party people whatever which a lot of times is true but you could have a four that socially appears as a seven, mm-hmm. but really at the end of the day, like they might appear to be similar because they're high energy or whatever. Four is probably not the best example to use, maybe a nine or a, an, an eight. <laughs> um, so they may appear socially similar, but their their core fears and motivators are very different. So that's what I love about it because there's more depth to it than just like, Oh, like you seem fun and you seem like this, almost like a Myers Briggs test. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, it's I've done that. I think but they're I've a little more. I think they're a little more um, at like a social level than than a core yeah. motivator level. Yeah. So you're a seven. I'm mm-hmm. an eight. Which I've been doing a lot of reading about myself. I've been doing a lot of reading about my wife and how we, you know, trying to understand the dynamic there, which yeah. apparently is pretty uncommon. Eight yeah. to four. She's a four. Uh, but it's been interesting reading about why, you know, why I am the way that I am. Cause that's been a question that I've had for a it's while. Like she just yawned by the way. My... She tried to hide it. She yawned. Um, I'm trying to, it is, it is 10 20 fair in the morning. No, you probably would still be yawning at that too. <laughs> I would and be like, Ooh, it's early. Um, but just trying to, f- you know, it's a great question. It's like, Definitely good reading for, you know, if you're trying to find, like, be soul searching and yeah. and better yourself even. Because mm-hmm. I have I've recently came off reading. I have the webpage up here, what I've been reading about, you know, unhealthy habits. and unhealthy. The health levels are scary, aren't they? Yeah. Have you read the different health levels? Yeah. Average or healthy, average, and then unhealthy. Yeah. And it's been cool. Like, I can... I can even identify seasons in my life where I'm like, oh, I was at a, I mean, what's the low? What is it? One through 10? One through nine. One through nine. Okay. But I've been able to identify like looking back now, like, oh, in this season when that was happening, like I was definitely down here or I was up, you know, which I think is cool to be able to see. And I think the best part of the Enneagram is that it gives you language. It provides you language for either like what you think or experience or how you relate with things, which I think can be helpful in so many ways in the workplace and relationships whatever it is so level nine for an eight mm-hmm. i just read the brief is overview it, here. it's gotta be scary it's crazy and i <laughs> read it god forbid <laughs> like i you know it scared the mess out of me <laughs> if they get in danger mm-hmm. they may brutally destroy everything that has not conformed to their will rather than yeah. surrender to anyone else vengeful barbaric murderous oh sociopathic my. tendencies generally corresponds to the antisocial personality disorder Hmm. now granted god forbid i ever get to that level but some of the other unhealthy levels definitely yeah uh defying any attempt to control them i'm gonna put it out there ben and i went golfing today right Mm -hmm. there was every time that we were on a golf hole 
mm-hmm. that says cart path only, which means your cart has you have to drive on the cart path. You can't drive in the fairway or right. sp- generally a shorter yeah. hole. Try to tell me cart path only. <laughs> Try to tell me <laughs> cart path only. Oh boy. Um, defying any attempt to control them, become completely ruthless, ruthless, mm-hmm. dictatorial. I guess like a dictator. Um, the criminal and outlaw renegade. And what cr- level is this? I'm sorry. This is level seven. Okay. This is the first unhealthy level. Okay. Six is even a little bit like a little bit less, yeah. but still true. Become highly combative and intimidating to get their way. Confrontational, belligerent, creating scary stuff. Yeah, and it's you know I definitely as I not so more the extreme unhealthy levels, but even like the four, five, six, I definitely yeah, see that a lot there. myself, and I'm trying. You know, that's one of the things that I'm. Now, the more that I'm reading about, the more that I'm identifying that. Yep. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm looking at mine now. Had do you, or have you explored like the stress and the growth point much? Because no. I think that's very interesting. I haven't gotten there. And something I'm getting into more as I'm learning about it. But every number stresses to a different number and grows to a different number. So, um, I stress to a one, which totally makes sense. One's like the perfectionist needs everything in order. Like Mm -hmm. I get kind of like everything needs to be perfect when I'm stressed because that's what I can control. I can control like the mess going on around me, but I can't control the chaos. Um, and five and then growth, um, you become, I'm trying to pull it up now. So I say it right. But you become like a healthy five. Maybe it doesn't say it here. I, that's actually the one I don't know a lot about is fives, but they're more like researchers. They really like learning the facts and like debating and stuff like that. So I think that makes sense that a seven as they're growing becomes a little more honed in on, you know, the specifics and focusing on things and not just bouncing around so much, but love the Enneagram. Highly recommend everyone tries it out. I honestly, I think, I think, uh, I will go as far as to say I think they should have college kids take it yeah. as part, like, because it just is so helpful in, yeah. I, you know, yeah, and it's so easy because you know I don't want to limit someone to a number. However, mm-hmm. right, and that's a big part of it too. Is like you never want to type someone for that reason. Like you shouldn't right. ever tell someone right. their number because that goes back to the whole like, oh, I might appear to be like this fun upbeat seven but really at my core i'm not any of those things that's just kind of a facade which for me isn't true i'm not saying that for that reason but did you feel like when you found your number you were like oh my gosh like they know everything about me yeah it was it was actually crazy that's when you know you got the. it was actually crazy. you're looking at the right number (laughs) everything i read is just written directly towards me yeah and that's why like never just take the quiz and just take that for what it is a lot of times a quiz will land you close or it'll give you a few options of like oh you might be like a seven three or a nine and then you can kind of start reading about those three numbers and be like all right which one of these do i think i identify with um it's cool i'm reading the way that eights relate to sevens now that you're talking about this and granted this is coming from a relationship perspective which we are not in however it says both types tend to be addicted to excitement and the <laughs> adrenaline rush of reckless behavior. Oh boy! I think dangerous if, duo. <laughs> I think if you, I think if you and I got in a mood, you know, that could probably that I'm it, sure. certainly for me, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, I've been there. Yeah. Um, get me hyped up enough. Yeah, like I think there are sometimes <laughs> we could probably hype each other up to I'm that type sure. of to I'm that type sure. of nonsense. Yeah. Exceeding seven percent. Yes. Um, yes. But. Exceeding 7%, 7%, which is our threshold. But yeah, it has been really interesting continuing to read. And there's so much to read about Mm -hmm. it. And there's so much Mm -hmm. growth and, you know, just self-searching that you that can yes. be found in this that and then I even really... like the wings come into play yeah. of like how that contributes and yeah there's a lot of cool stuff um and i love that like enneagram teachers are big on the fact that there's a little bit of every number in all of us and that's why we all feel like we can relate to every human being in some regards mm-hmm. so it's it's i think it brings people together more than it, it takes them apart so obviously you and I and Crystal, or, you know, all of us hanging out so often, mm-hmm. you've, I, as I'm reading this and as I'm doing some, some self-searching myself, becoming a dad, doing this, doing mm-hmm. that, trying to, trying to make sure that things are right. I've been, had this habit of biting my tongue mm-hmm. when it comes he, to. But like physically biting it and he sticks it out to show you that he's biting it. Which <laughs> in a sense is me getting attention. 
<laughs> continuing to get attention. However, it's a step. I'll, I'll say I'm that. I'm not physically saying what I'm thinking all the time because right. I'm starting to actually think about, does this actually add value? Mm-hmm. Uh, before, and I'm not saying, uh, this is not my reformed story. Like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I still say stupid stuff all the time. However, I'm starting to think more about, does this add value? Mm-hmm. A, is that joke really funny? Because a lot of mm-hmm. times I think I'm hilarious, mm-hmm. but when I say it, either people think I'm a sociopath or like, it really wasn't that funny. <laughs> Don't and you hate B, that? B, and, or C, I should say, if a five-year-old was with me, mm-hmm. one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, couple months, mm-hmm. years, would it be appropriate? And would I have to like explain that to them? <laughs> oh boy! You see, that's that's yeah. that's the thing. So yeah. I am physically biting my tongue at certain things, and not like granted, you know me well, mm-hmm. Crystal knows me well. When I do it, you'll still ask me and egg me on, like, <laughs> "Oh, what were you gonna say?" What are you biting your tongue about over there? Exactly. But <laughs> it's still a step. That I'm I taking so. to so. actually not just spit out yeah. things. And actually, mm-hmm. I was telling you this when I was on the golf course with Ben today. We'd be talking, and I would do it, and he would just say, "I don't like this new set." <laughs> he just thinks about it. I'd rather Seth just say all the stuff he's thinking without thinking. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's still primarily me." However, <laughs> just thinking a little bit more about growth. what I'm saying. There's always room for growth. So I I am all in you on the Enneagram. Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. Um, and have lots of book recommendations for you. Not me. Maybe someone else. Not not me. Not no. looking for books. All right. Podcast. Uh, I love an Enneagram podcast. So that was the other thing I was going to bring up. You recommended a podcast for me mm-hmm. not too long ago, and I listened to it, and that was about Enneagrams. It was. That so was. So it was um Annie F Downs. She has a podcast called That Sounds Fun because she's a seven, so it's the perfect name for a podcast. Sure, yeah. Um. Which I think it's a general podcast, but she's doing like an Enya summer series mm-hmm. where she has, I like the way she's doing it. Um, she has on two of each number each week, um, typically a male and a female, I believe, mm-hmm. so that there's variety there. And she kind of just interviews them about, you know, what's gone in their life, struggles, whatever, how they came to find the Enneagram, all that good stuff, um, how they interact in the workplace um if they have a partner they kind of talk about what their partner's number is and how they interact with them so really like that one because it's kind of just you hear two of whichever number you know you're listening to it was casual chatting yeah it's very casual it It wasn't like here's the enneagram and here's how to do it it was just like oh cool like i'm just listening to two eights or two nines or whatever it was um so the bite well and here's all this to say the biting the tongue and not just spewing out what what comes to mind first is one of my favorite quotes, which you actually sent me before I even listened to it, but I wrote it down while I was listening to it, is the general, the the normal progression of things should be aim, oh. shoot, fire. Mm-hmm. Aim, aim, shoot, fire. Shoot, fire. Now that I think back, that doesn't really make sense. Shoot and fire are the same thing. I know, but that's the, that's the saying. Aim, shoot, fire. Yeah. Whereas, what did he say? The, the eight eights on are fire, life, shoot, or aim. fire, shoot, then aim. Fire, <laughs> shoot, then worry about the consequences or think about what we just yeah. shot. Yeah. So that's the whole purpose of me just being like, mm, not appropriate, not mm-hmm. not the best time. Mm-hmm. Don't be just because it sounds funny in your head. Doesn't right. mean it's going to be. Right. Be, right. And like I said, it's still like a huge part of me. It's just going to yeah, be. Yeah. And I know like, it's a little bit. I don't think that's something to like. Be, and, or I should really say that's part of the beauty of the Enneagram is that you can identify that and say, okay, I'm not just being a jerk. Like I actually do X, Y, and Z as part of who I'm at my core. And sure there's ways to grow in that mm-hmm. yeah, and be better in different ways, but it doesn't mean that you need to entirely change that part of you. Right. Which I think is the best part of the Enneagram. And I did tell you, I said not, you know, it's funny enough as a actual gun owner it's probably not smart to have that like ingrained <laughs> that in mentality you. yeah no yeah. no no so, <laughs> absolutely not so it's good that good that i'm working on it yeah enneagrams you got anything else on enneagrams no i don't think so just other than encouraging people that are yeah give it a shot um it's an easy test it's yeah simple. there's there's a couple of tests you know again once you once you test still like read about it listen to podcast and take it from there love it that's the thing that i'm starting to really enjoy I, I knew what I was. I read the mm-hmm. baseline. Oh, eights are this way. Mm-hmm. Eights don't like this. They like this. But once you start to really read deeper mm-hmm. about it, yeah. that's what I'm really starting to enjoy yeah. right now. Yeah. And the people who've really studied it and are, are educators, they, I mean, it goes into so many levels of like, you know, in relationships, but 
to it to a greater extent or um there's even a lot of teachers that take it to like a spiritual level of like how this has impact your spiritual life and it's it's really interesting i love it that is interesting i haven't even thought about that yeah yeah there's a book called the well it's not necessarily about spirituality but sacred enneagram is a really good one but there's just a lot of books that take it to different parts of your life Mm -hmm. i mean i know even some workplaces will use it as just a I've always um, done my I've done Myers Briggs at I think mm-hmm. two workplaces in the past two mm-hmm. internships. The separate. disc the disc test is a big one too. I don't know if you've done that. The what disc? Mm-mm. That's like a strengths identifier, I believe. I might be getting it confused with something else, but love all that kind of stuff. It's fun. I'm gonna kind of out myself here a okay. little bit, being vulnerable. Okay, about More being an vulnerable. eight. Well, it has I feel like to, I haven't trashed to, myself as a seven as much to, as you have as an eight. No, that, that's me. You know, whatever. <laughs> The other week, I was mm-hmm. having an argument with my wife. Okay. Healthy-ish argument. You sure. know, it is what it is. And I started to feel like I was losing control of the conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's when I say just the most ridiculous things. <laughs> so I'm a, naturally, I'm a confident person. Right. We were talking about mental stresses and things like that in our lives. And granted... I think it's far enough and crazy enough to say that I do think I'm mentally strong. A lot of people wouldn't even say that, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm not going to get into that. But okay. a lot of people won't even say that. I, I, I uttered the words. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm worried about putting this on air, but, I, you know, whatever. It's mm-hmm. just a funny story at this point. I called myself. I said that I am a mentally perfect human being just because mental I mental perfection, mental perfection, just because I, I do feel like I'm a very <laughs> mentally strong human being. Don't get me wrong there. But then when I just started to feel like I was losing control of the conversation, starting to feel attacked, I just, that's part of, and I read about that. You, Did you? you just, well, you say like you can start to say outlandish things just to either deflect from what's happening. You losing control of the conversation, mm-hmm. AKA maybe losing the argument or, as a means to regain control. Right. Just saying. Is it almost like there's so much of a shell shock that like everyone has no choice but to give you back well, the control? It's, it's the <laughs> fact that it's the fact that it's just such like uh, I keep saying the word outlandish, just completely stupid. I def I don't believe it just mm-hmm. so everyone knows. I do not believe that. <laughs> but it's Thank just you for clarifying. Yeah. It's just so outlandish and so crazy that like, yeah, like you start to feel like you're bringing it back to something that you can control yeah and you know it was funny because obviously that whole night got me thinking about things and really i've been reading before that but it really got me into reading more about it and it it, what you said before do you feel like they're writing this stuff directly to Mm -hmm. you and yeah because that was like a particular instance in where yeah i said something and i was like oh my god like i said something completely foolish completely (laughs) stupid because (laughs) <sighs> I was I felt like I you know so yeah that was just me identifying one of the weaknesses of mm-hmm. being an eight mm-hmm. just saying something completely outlandish yeah. so I that's like writing it directly to me yeah. hell yeah they are and that's and that's kind of what I mentioned when we first started talking about this is just like it gives you language for a scenario like that of like I did this thing that was perceived as bad or that I actually believe to be bad because I was trying to do X, Y, or Z, Mm -hmm. or I was trying to cope in this way or whatever it is. So I love that it gives language for that type of a thing. So what makes you suck as a seven? What makes me suck as a seven? Well, the basic fear of a seven is being deprived and in pain. And then like the desire, the motivator is well, I have it in front of me to be satisfied and content, have their needs fulfilled. I think the biggest thing that sevens want is freedom and happiness and I think that they will do a lot sometimes suppressing pain or hard situations to to gain that. So that's the biggest thing I think is mm-hmm. sometimes just being like, everything's fine, everything's great, and like the world's on fire. Reframing is like the biggest thing a seven does. <laughs> and that, that's not always a bad thing. But is I definitely that another see- way of saying you're eternally optimistic 
or is that a different is that different i think it can be different a lot of ways i think so there's also i didn't bring this up before but there's different triads in the enneagram so they're in groups of three so there's the head center the heart center and the gut center Mm -hmm. so you as an eight are in the gut center it's eights nines and ones are in the gut so you're like gut reaction yes gut reaction whereas a seven six five six and sevens are in the brain triad or the thinking triad Mm -hmm. where like they are very much like logical like black and white more like they think through situations and then the so that'd be the twos the threes and the fours or the the heart the feelers the more emotional Mm -hmm. or emotionally available maybe um ones but so i think what was the question you were asking me? Just that, what, like what I, you you said something like, "Ah, oh, you're bashing yourself being an eight. Yeah, so I was just kind of. Yeah, I just think. Well, why did I bring up the triads though? <laughs> I'm backtracking. So I was bringing that you up. Were, you were talking about you as a seven. The world's on fire. You're suppressing. Oh, re- your... reframing, reframing. Yeah, I don't know why I brought up the triads. I think that was just important to bring up. That's sure, why I brought sure. it up. But no, I think the biggest thing would be. The reframing and sometimes, oh, you asked if we were eternal optimists. So yeah. no, that's, well, what, is, that's is op- what I was. I was basically, <laughs> I was asking, is this the same thing as being optimistic or is it just a different? I don't even think so. I mean, I think it may appear that way, but I think it's more about reframing to feel like we are in control of our freedom. So if a situation's bad and we can't do anything about it, we're like, Oh, but it's fine. We mm-hmm. reframe to make it a good thing to those around us. And we think we're making it a good thing, or at least I do, like in my mind. I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. It's not a big deal. But sometimes you still have to work through that. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really just say it's fine and then it goes away. So I think that's the biggest uh, hindrance. But anything good on the health levels? <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, should I read a level nine? Sure. Let's learn about those nines. Let's go eight. Let's go eight. I am an eight. We just talked about that. No, the health level of a seven. Oh. Like if you're at a a bad health level. Oh. oh, In flight from self. Self. (laughs) Self. In flight from self, acting out on impulses rather than dealing with anxiety or frustrations, kind of I was just saying, go out of control into erratic mood swings and compulsive actions or manias. Feel that sometimes? I don't know that, that I've been extreme? that low before, to be honest with you. What is um, a nine? Finally, their energy and health is completely spent, become claustrophobic and pain-stricken, often give up on themselves and life. Deep depression and despair, self-destructive overdoses, generally corresponds to the bipolar disorder. Yikes. Yikes. Let's read the one. Let's yeah, reframe. Yeah, yeah, what's healthy? What's healthy? <laughs> Level one, seven's at their best. Mm-hmm. Assimilate experiences in depth, making them deeply grateful and appreciative for what they have. Become awed by the simple wonders of life. They're joyous and ecstatic. Imitations of spiritual reality of the boundless goodness of life. It's a mouthful. Wow. Is that you at your best? I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) I just like to have a good time at the end of the day. Yeah. So I think and with that reframing, it's just like I like to make any experience a fun experience Mm -hmm. so i can have a good time going to the grocery store we don't have to be doing anything fun but i think it's all about that mindset and if you reframe things you got it (laughs) all right last thing one final thing i should say one final thing (laughs) what i was gonna say what were you gonna say i was just gonna repeat it one final thing yeah but it's not necessary so you're a person, Bree, that has limited experience. I just found out with this. Limited experience and exposure to Harry Potter. Mm, Not that yes. I'm an expert. Yes, Star yes. Wars. Yeah. And you have watched Lord of the Rings? Two of them? Are there more oh. than two? So there's three main movies and then okay. they have The Hobbit and okay. all, you know. Which actually I think I've seen The Hobbit. Okay. So I've seen a so good amount. Of the three more cult following mm-hmm. uh movie franchises book franchises whatever you sa- would say what piques your interest the most hmm. from a limited well perspective. okay to be fair i've only seen one harry potter the first one all right let's go through it i've seen three okay and i've seen zero percent of star wars played a lot of lego star wars great game <laughs> honestly as a kid other than grand theft auto probably one of the best games it's of good. all time it's good so I don't know at this point. I feel like I'd have to watch at least no, just based one on what Wars. you know. What 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 do you think you would be interested in the most? 
not Lord of the Rings. Because that's my favorite. That is definite. We're going to no. piss some people <laughs> off in this that have strong feelings, but that um, is my favorite. I think, I don't know, Star Wars and Harry Potter are on like the similar scale to me. Although <sighs> I find, really make some I find, cringe. okay, okay. I don't know how to say this without being mean. Do it. Maybe it's because I haven't been as exposed to Star Wars fans, but I feel like Harry Potter is just like, people kind of make it like a personality trait that they like Harry Potter. I also say it's about The Office and that's going to piss some people off too. But I feel like people act as though liking The Office and liking Harry Potter is a personality trait. And I'm like, it's just a thing. It's not who you are as a person. I I just got to say it. No, I follow you. I'm more. Do you do you see that though? Yeah, yeah. The, the office. Yeah, great. It cult following as well. I mean, I lo- it's a great show. I love yeah. it. But I think people take it too far, and they're like, "It's my identity that I like the office." Well, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Crystal for life is, and I'm. Not, I don't knock it because I don't fully understand it. Look behind you. There's literally an owl from Harry Potter, <laughs> and you know. It's the whole like house thing. So yeah. we, we, what'd she say? You're a Gryffindor. So I think. Whatever the hell that means. <laughs> I'm a Ravenclaw. I just like the way it sounds. So yeah, I'm, I'm good with cold. it. Better than being a dumb Hufflepuff, whatever the heck that is. <laughs> <laughs> but so. I think Star Wars seems a little cooler to me because it seems more of like a classic. It's almost co- like retro cool. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Retro cool. <laughs> I've seen all of the Star Wars except the new ones people okay. are gonna hate me for that but all these other new ones came out they've seen the original six i like it lord of the rings mm-hmm. blows away star wars and okay. it blows away harry potter wow it's lord of the rings star wars then harry potter okay. and there's really give lord of the rings another shot i watched two in a day and that's i can't I, do that i wouldn't oof, do that it was rough i would not do that it was rough i also watched with people who were like didn't like questions and i like to ask questions during movies oh like shut up watch the <laughs> yeah, movie. yeah yeah and i'm like i don't know what's going on you need to tell me so i think i just easily got distracted by that movie story is ridiculously deep which i really yeah. like yeah um all these themes and things like that long movie though and long if you're a real movie. fan a lot of them i don't have th- oh i do have these so i guess i'm a real fan she yawned again the <laughs> Extended versions, <laughs> which I'm sure the people no, you're watching no, with, no. that's what you're watching. Maybe. Had to have been. Oh, gosh. It was so many hours. Had to have been. <laughs> Two in one day is ridiculous. That's like... I think we spent like 12 hours watching movies. How long is each one? Like four hours? Three hours? Three-ish. Oh, gosh. It felt longer. Let's just say this. I, and I'm with you here. Like, I just asked that because those are three cult followings. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a hangover guy myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more see, of a hangover guy myself. I just like something, you know, maybe I'm uncultured for it, but. Great movie. Sit down and crack up, you know. That I actually just watched that you would like, I think. It's called Palm Springs. Okay. I just want to. It's like to, a ridiculous. It's it's Andy him. Samberg. So oh, I love Brooklyn Andy Nine-Nine. Sam- yes, love him. Um, love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And the main actress, she's from, all I know her from is How I Met Your Mother. Okay. But I actually Googled her. Her name is Kristen Milioti. Watch How I Met Your Mother. She's that's a great show. Um, grew up at Cherry Hill. What's Cherry Hill East? Wow. Yeah. So basically, what's happening? You know what Groundhog Day is? You ever watch that? I Bill Murray. No, you know what it is? Yes. He wakes up in yeah. the same day, and yeah. a lot of movies have been been yes. based on that. It's basically that concept. Um, and Andy Samberg, not to spoil it, obviously, is has been doing this for a while and he brings this girl into it and they can, they start living, you know, it's kind of, it's rom-com ish, but I wouldn't okay. completely put it Wait, in rom-com. What's it called? Palm Springs. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of themes and a lot of funniness and ridiculousness to it. Uh, it's got the, it's since, you know, Andy Samberg, it's got kind of a lonely Island vibe, <laughs> feel <love> ridiculousness. <laughs> so it's, it's really a good movie. I recommend it. Palm Springs. It's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, another movie I wanted to watch that I haven't got a chance to yet is, the way back i believe it's called it's with ben affleck basketball coach i have to say i'm probably the worst person to talk movies, movies. about with i don't watch a lot of movies granted the one you can quote the best is the other guys <laughs> which is a good movie but i don't know if that's a selling point or not for me but <laughs> what is your favorite movie of all time uh, the other guys probably, i don't know i really like how to lose a guy in 10 days like rom-com that's my favorite one is that uh, McConaughey? Yeah, and Kate Hudson. Yeah. It's really good. I've only seen it once. 
Um, but again, I'm not a big movie. So those two are movies that I've repeat repeated. Mm. I there's not a lot of movies that I've watched more than once. I'm a big proposal guy, rom com. Oh, I do love it's the a great proposal. Movie. That is good. That is that's up there. You know what I used to love and watched probably like a ton of times throughout high school and college was The Devil Wears Prada with Anne Hathaway. Never watched it. That I know it's popular. I, that one I loved. I know yeah. it's popular. But no, never been a big movie person. More TV show. Yeah. Because you can walk away from it. Yes. I think for me, it's it's also like a sitting thing. I'm like, if I'm going to sit for two hours and do nothing, it's got to be really good. It's got to keep my attention. But even TV, I'm not like a huge TV person. More like if I'm really bored, like Netflix in bed kind of a thing. Like not even, I don't watch a lot of actual TV, I feel like. Granted, when I thought of you and Netflix just now, the first thing that came to my mind was the Beyonce documentary. <laughs> I have seen that twice. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I watched, ben and I watched that on the plane to Africa. Did you? We did. Um, How was it? What good. was your favorite part? What? What was your favorite part? When she sang. When she sang. Mm. Right. Got it. I have not. Uh, I, they're not my original <laughs> thoughts, so I can't claim it. But <laughs> I did share something interesting about Beyonce and exploiting yeah. African culture. I don't, I don't know if I fully agree with it. It was just more of a thought-provoking thing that I shared on my Instagram that mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. That you know, it was all about yawn. It was all about. <laughs> Yikes! I think we might just have Brie not off during this one, <laughs> but it was about her exposing African culture and not really even knowing much about mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. and the reason I stray, it was thought provoking. But the reason I stray from it is because I don't know Beyonce's heart. Right. So I'm I can't. I also have not read enough about it. I feel like I know we brought this up last time, but just being off of the internet for like the three four weeks that I was. Mm-hmm. I feel like i miss so much you're still kind of <laughs> off right I update mean, yeah i haven't been on twitter or facebook literally tonight on facebook was the first time i was on when i showed you how it updated and looked weird um but i haven't i haven't been on twitter or anything just instagram so yeah yeah probably not missing out on too much at four year time pod at four year time pod on instagram so full transparency last thing funny story every I time we were rec- to say i'm kind of scared every time we record an episode I edit it and I send Brie a clip of like 10 seconds uh-huh. um, to post on our Instagram right. at For Your Time Pod. There was one day we had agreed that Brie would post. I think it was last Wednesday or something before the episode came out. And uh, me, I know I can get very pushy with, with things like that and mm-hmm. controlling. Mm-hmm. Any agree me. And I tried going because I know I don't think you've fully expressed it, but I do know that I can get annoying with it. So I ha- I have I like the whole Wednesday I went the whole day just not going on Instagram my personal one and not seeing that you had posted anything <laughs> yet and just being like no she's got it she's got it I don't have to worry oh, she's boy. got it You're really I think outing I, me here what You're really outing me no, here No it's all right you were concussed but <laughs> but I was like she's got it I think it hit like 9:30 and I was like <clears throat> I texted you I was like ah, Brie. It was nine. I remember because I was like, oh, yeah. All I had to say was <clears throat> co-host Brie. And then you texted me back and you were like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I tried that day. I was like, I'm not. She's that got was, it. That was a lot of patience. I'm proud of you. She's got it. She's on it. But yeah, that was fun. It got posted. It got posted. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'll post it now. And he was like, you could have just told me you were going to do it in 30 minutes and I would have believed you. But yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't. Be, I, I had <laughs> to be honest. You could have just been like, yeah. No, the plan was to do it at 945. Leave me alone. And <laughs> nope. I would have been like, fine. All no, well and good. I had to, I had to be <laughs> all well and good. honest with you. And be like, I just forgot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, free spirit, you know? Free spirit. But all that being said, I'm just going to talk a little bit about next week. I'm out. Or next time we record. I'm done. I'm not going to be here. Seth's leaving the podcast. I am. Some I can hear the claps for joy from here. But <laughs> cue that little yay again that yay. we had in the last one. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> I'm glad no, you found that clip. I'm by the taking way. a mental break. Um, some might find it ridiculous, others may not. But I'm taking hiatus, a mental break from. One might say hiatus. Yeah, yes. it is a little hiatus. But taking a little mental break from the podcast and just talking and just again along this path of just kind of recentering myself. Mm. Uh, so I'm going to be out next week. Bree has some fun things planned. I do. And, you know, I'll, uh, much like when you were out, I'll probably miss it once the time comes mm. around. Yeah. And I'll probably have those Recording moments. Recording that will roll around. You'll be like, can I, 
I'll happen? have the, I'll have those moments where I'm sure I'll be listening back to it and I'll be like, ah, yeah, like I just want to jump <laughs> That's in. That's how I was. Yep. But I think it'll be good. So seven next week, episode seven. Yeah. Take that mic. We'll be almost in the double digits. Crazy. We have to full transparency as well. We have to read about because Bri and I sat down and wrote some goals mm-hmm. like about the podcast and what we wanted to see at a Back certain in the early days at a certain number. So we'll have to see how if we're tracking. Yeah. I know we're tra- we've tracked and completed some, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Absolutely. But we'll have to re go visit that. But I'm out next week. Bree, have fun. We'll have a good time. Have fun. We'll miss you. It'll be fun. And eight, I'll be back. Perfect. Refreshed, ready to go. We'll we'll figure something out for eight. Good. I'm happy you're back. I'm happy that these past two episodes have just been kind of chill. Just yeah. having a conversation. I've yeah. really enjoyed it. I hope you guys really enjoyed the I know the anchor ad in the beginning of the episode gets kind of mundane. Switched it up this time. So I hope you guys enjoyed that one. Enjoy. Um but for the next couple weeks for me. Thank you for your time. Wow. Kind of emotional. Nah, I'll be back. <laughs> Some might not want me back, but I'll be back. I'll be back. See you later, guys. Bye. Thanks for your time. <laughs>